Welcome to Next Stop, Starter's podcast where you learn everything about Sarda and about transit as a whole. Today, we're going to be talking about ProLine. ProLine is a service that's for people with disabilities to be able to get around the community. We have Tracy Tully with us today. He'll be telling us a little bit more. Make sure that you follow us on all of our social media channels at Sarda Online and on YouTube at Ride Sarda. Tracy, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Hi, I just want to say thank you for having me today on the podcast. I started with Sarda 12 years ago. I started in customer service and went to all the transits, sold tickets. Then I moved up to administrator in our department and did ADA ProLine applications. And I also then became the customer relations supervisor. And then I became contract supports manager. Okay, Tracy. Wow. I'm so excited for you to be here. So can you kind of just talk to me a little bit about what your job entails now? Uh, Support services manager. Yeah. And what my entitle entails now is I do the ProLine applications. I handle the contracts with outside of ProLine. So SARTA does have different contracts with different members of the community. Uh, Life care. We also work with Stark DD closely. Um, We work with Idea House and we do different contracts. So if people are interested in getting transportation that is a community partner, then we are able to help them as well. Okay. So somebody would in the community would contact you and then yes. you guys are able to kind of get a contract going together. We can. It just depends on if we're able to do the service at that moment or in the future. But we always want our community partners to contact us about transportation Absolutely. and we're here to help any community partner. Yeah. So, yeah, the way the process works is if an organization is interested, they usually reach out to me and I will talk with them and discuss, OK, what are you looking for? What kind of funding streams do you have? And then I reach back out to Kurt and Mark. Mark's our COO who's in charge of operations. We see if it's possible. If it's possible, then I'll write up a draft transportation agreement. We can come to an agreement on how the pricing, the frequency, the time, actually what the service entails. Once that's done, then I pass it on to Tracy. And Tracy does all the administration of all the agreements that are written. Um, Tracy's the single point of contact for all of the different people in the community. So she executes the day-to-day. If something comes up that we need to renegotiate or look at something in the agreement, she, she flips it back to me. And that's kind of how the process works. T- Tracy deals with the renewal of all of the agreements. So assuming everything is going fine, Tracy does all of that. So that's kind of how that works. So if anybody who's listening is interested, reach out to me at Sarda and we can talk about if it's something we could possibly do in the community as being a partner. So I have a question. Say I signed up for this. I wanted contract service. Is that fixed route? Like, would it, would it be, I'm taking my people to bus stops where we're going to have to stand? Like, how does that service work? It varies by agreement. So that's why usually they call me and they tell me what they're looking for. Based on what they say, then I will talk with Kurt and Mark and I'll draft an agreement. So Stark State, we have a transportation agreement with. That's fixed route. Okay. Stark County D, we actually are a provider for the state for developmental disabilities but all of those people have door-to-door service on our curb-to-curb. So it really varies depending on what the request okay. is. There's lots of different versions of how these agreements look. So that's why if anyone is interested, reach out to us, and then we can do something with that. Yeah. So I did have a question for you, Tracy. You talked about ProLine. What is ProLine? 
So ProLine is a service that was created through ADA paratransit. So the American Disabilities Act made federally had public transportation has to provide service for disabled individuals that can't get to the regular fixed route, which we call the fixed route, the big buses, where it does the same route each time you stand at a bus stop. We have to provide service to those people that are not able to get to those routes. So we have an application process in which you have to answer questions on why you're not able to get to the fixed route. We call it a complimentary service. So because you can't go to the bus stop, it's a complimentary service of that. SARTA goes above and beyond that service, and we do the whole county. So it doesn't matter where you live in the county. You can go anywhere you want in the county. Most complimentary services complement a fixed route, and they go three-fourths of a mile to outside in that area of the bus route. So we do go above and beyond for our customers on that. People, Some people don't know about the service, and I get out there and I try to say um, it's the smaller buses. Yeah. It's kind of how people see it in the community. To be a part of that service, you do have to have a disability. You go in and you can go on our website and print a application for our ProLine service. You can ask any go to any transit center, or you can call customer service, and we'll be happy to mail you a application. So th- it's about twelve questions. It'll ask you what your disability is, why you can't use the fixed route service. We also have a medical verification form. So the medical verification form has to be filled out by a medical doctor, nurse practitioner, anybody that has a medical license fill out and they have to it's specific to your disability so they have to put that what your disability is and how you're not able to use the fixed route service once i get i receive all the applications i review all the applications and if you are approved then i'll send you a letter and you'll get a proline guide explaining the service now part of the application part process is for mobility devices So if you have a mobility device or wheelchair, then you will go over, I will send your application, it's complete, and one of our outreach specialists will, (laughs) Miss Nina, you're going to see me, (laughs) will call you, set up an appointment, and this is something we changed. They used to have the assessments at SARTA, but I think this is one thing that we've done for customers is to have kind of the experience of the bus. We have outreach specialists go to the house with a bus. They get on the bus, the lift, they get on there. We weigh, measure you in the wheelchair, scooter, and kind of go over the ProLine service. So it's a great, Nina does a great job with that. And they kind of explain the service because people, Some people think it's a taxi service and it's a shared ride. So we call it a shared ride service. So you have a 30-minute window. You In that time period, we're getting you at your location at a certain or before a certain time. And it's just so great that Nina can go through the process. We're here to help anybody on any part of the process. Uh, I do think the wheelchair assessments have been very convenient for 
the writers because it lets us really look in real time. Is this chair going to fit? If there's, if it's not going to just, it, it gives us a realistic expectation as we're, when we were doing the other way originally, mm-hmm. you didn't get all of the whole picture. Yes. So it's really, I think it's been a wonderful thing. Yes. Switching it over. One thing did catch my um, ear when you were talking. You said that the ProLine will go anywhere in the community. Yes. As long as it's in the county. Yes. So is that just for medical trips? Is that? No. So if you are a member and you get a client number of our ProLine service and you're accepted, you can go shopping. You can go see your family members. You can go to medical appointments. Any location you would like to go in Stark County we can go there. Yeah. So it's really a joy definitely to hear people that say this transportation has gotten me out of my house. I can go get groceries now. Yeah. I can go shopping. I can go see family members because a lot of individuals that we have that are in wheelchairs do not have the transportation to get around. So that's, it's, you hear the great things that people have they want to get out of a nursing home and they're allowed to go and or assisted living and they never thought they could again. So it's anywhere you want to go out to eat, you want to go to the flea market. There's a lot of places yeah. that we go that people enjoy. Able to visit family and friends yes. and just very and, convenient. And for the Hall of Fame Festival, we help out there. The individuals can go to the enshrinement and go to the game. And yeah, it's just. It's a good experience they have. So going back to the whole process and the application, you said that you just have to have a disability. I know a lot of times what I see is people don't know the difference between just a medical condition and a disability. Like, is there a specific list you go off? Like, how do you know when you look at it? Because you're not a medical professional. Like, how do you know? oh yeah, this makes sense that they shouldn't, they can't use the fixed route. Like, how do you do that? So usually I go to say that the disability, it's on the American disabilities. There's a list, but you also have conditions that kind of veer you towards that list. So just for instance, autism. Well, autism is such a great spectrum of different things that One person might have this, one person might have that, but I try to look at the application and be in that person's shoes and say, okay, they have autism. They're not going to be able to follow directions or they're not going to be able to stand at a bus stop and pay money to go on the bus. Or we have individuals that are on walkers that can't walk more than 200 feet. So there's just different variety of disabilities that there is a list of them, but I also look up and say, if you do have spinal stenosis, how would that, what are your symptoms of that, that the doctor has put on there and saying why you cannot go to the bus stop? So I really go off the medical form to say what is going on, what's going on in in the environment and the situation with transportation, public transportation that I would be able to kind of go in their shoes, like I said, that we could see this is why they can't use it. So the medical form is really critical and what the the medical professional puts specifically as it relates to how the condition 
affects their ability to run public transportation is important. Yes, that is very important. But I also, I, I try to say that all of it's important. I want to see what you are saying. What is your thoughts and ideas? But the medical form is important. Sometimes I ask for more medical information. So either I'll send it back to you or if I can't read what the doctor says, I will call the doctor's office and say, can you tell me what those codes are? Or I can't find it on Google. What is going on? But yes, the medical form describing in detail everything on that application is very important. And so you said the whole application as a whole is important. So it's also very important to answer all the questions yes. on the application <laughs> and to make sure that your answers are set in a way that when you're reading it, not knowing the person and a lot of the medical conditions, that you can understand how it affects their ability to use public transit. Yes. And please do not send a medical form that it says you have anxiety, but all you're talking about is you can't walk 200 feet. Yeah. So everything has to match on that form. So really, the also the medical professional that you have fill out the form is important as well. Because I know we've seen before that someone says they have a heart condition, but they have a podiatrist fill it out. Yes. So it, if it's not a doctor that knows the medical condition, that also could be a concern. Because yes. aren't these all reasons why you would return it and it could delay the process and get someone on the service? Yes, because I have up to 21 days to review it. So the day that I get the completed application, that's the medical form, that's the application that you fill out and sign, and that's also, if you are in a mobility device, the wheelchair assessment. So once once I get the completed application, I have 21 days to review it. I will usually mail it back to the individual and have them handle it. So this service is for people with disabilities. But to start a train like caretakers, how does that work? What if you get somebody that needs assistance when they're being transported? How does that work? So you are legally allowed to have a personal care attendant. We call it a PCA. And you, our SARTA drivers, are not trained as personal care attendants. So they are trained to pull up, assist you onto the bus, if you would like, and then drive you to point A to point B. They are not, they're trained in CPR and they're trained in safety things that the federal government has to have them trained in and background checks and drug tests. That's what they have, their qualifications as a driver. But as a driver, they're not a personal care attendant. So that, they're not going to be able to lift you out of the chair if you're out of the bus seat if you're not able to. They're not going to be able to drive your wheelchair onto the lift or help you in hygiene or things of that nature. And somebody that you provide needs to come with you if you cannot ride the bus by yourself. So if you're filling out an application and you put that you you have, you require a PCA, mm -hmm. that means that I'm required to have somebody, a PCA, ride with me? Well, it depends on the application. So if you're telling me that you're anxious or you're not able to ride the bus by yourself, then you would need a requirement. Anybody younger, like four or five, and you have a disability, 
and you're telling me you have some type of cognitive disability, we, you might want to use your judgment as that care provider and have them on the bus with you. Now, if you're telling me that I just need help getting on the bus, we have a lift, or can you hold my hand? Can you can And a you driver walk can help to, with that. Yes, but a driver is not able to go into your home and get you okay. ready. A driver cannot step into your house. A driver can't get you clothed. They can you know, get you to the door and that's they can, about it. Yes. So with the PCA, the passenger is required to provide the PCA if one is needed or if someone's riding, correct? Yes. And SARTA cannot tell you you have to have a PCA. But if your application tells us that based on your ability to travel, that the things that you need to have accomplished or things that you need to have done during transportation, like maneuvering your mobility device, then SARTA would say you need to always have a PCA with you while you're riding because you told us that you can't maneuver your mobility device. Yes. Okay. So basically, if we say it's required, it's usually based on what you told us about your transportation needs and not SARTA just decides on its own that someone needs a PCA. Correct. Okay. So how much does ProLine cost to ride? So ProLine is $2.25 per trip. So every time you would get on the bus, you would pay $2.25. And that doesn't change where you're going in the county. So it's just a flat fee of $2.25. Does you have the PCA have to pay as well? No. So your PC, you, you can have one PCA free of charge. Now, if you would like other people to come with you, you can have up to two more people come with you. For, and they would pay the $2.25. It's We call it a companion. So if I was a rider on mm-hmm. ProLine, would I have to go just like to go the grocery store and then directly home? Or can I go multiple places in the same day? You can go places in the same day and we can schedule that for you. You'll still have to stay at a location for 30 minutes. Okay. And then... Once we schedule, we call it an appointment time. So once we schedule you to be there at a location, then we'll give you a 30-minute window. We'll get you there at or before that time. Okay. Then what's going to happen is if you would like to go somewhere else, you can go to a different location. I always tell people have the addresses ready, know what time you want to go be at a location, and know what time you want to come home. So all of those things in that day will be on that reservation. The reservation will ask you. You can't just call up and go, hey, I'm done at the store and can you come pick me up? We always do things beforehand. There's no same day scheduling. Okay. So you got to be prepared and organized to know where you're going. And we schedule up to four days in advance. So it would just cost me $2.25 each place that I want to go. Correct. Every time I tell people it's $2.25. Good information. What are the hours of ProLine? So the scheduling hours of ProLine are Monday through Friday, 7.30 to 4.30. The hours of ProLine, we are Monday through Friday. The earliest pickup time could be 5, 10 a.m. And then the earliest appointment time, so you want to be at work or you want to be at a medical appointment is 6.30 in the morning. And then on Saturdays, the earliest pickup time is 5.25. And then 
Saturday mornings, the earliest you can be at a location or be at work or an appointment is at 7 a.m. And we run up to, depending on where you're at in the county, I usually tell people 12 a.m. midnight to 12.30. If you're closer to downtown Canton, where our where we're centrally located at, it'd be around 1231, but it's depending how far you're going out in the county. So if you live in Alliance, I can't give you a 1230 to one yeah. on different things. So the ending time is depending on where you're at, but usually you can do at midnight or 1230. What time do the buses stop running? Because it seems like those pickup times are based on when the buses are done running. So in general, they try to have people to their last drop off at what time? Usually about 1.30 a.m. Because all the buses have to be back in the garage. They're done at 1.45 so, a.m. Okay. <laughs> 30-minute pickup windows. So tell me how that works. So what happens when you have to be at work at a certain time? We give you, we say, okay, you have to be there by 8 o'clock in the morning. We give you what's available in a 30-minute window pickup time. So, for example, 7 to 7.30. So you need to be ready waiting for the bus at 7 o'clock. That bus can come anytime between 7 a.m. and 7.30. It'll pull up. It'll wait five minutes. So that's why we tell people to be prepared and ready at that 7 o'clock because you don't know what time period in in that 30-minute window they're going to come. So that's kind of the 30-minute window. Now, if you just want to pick up time of a 30-minute window and say, hey, I just want picked up 8 to 8.30, Okay, well, we'll give you 8 to 8.30, but it's still the same process. You have to be ready at 8 o'clock, and then it can come at any time between those times. So if I tell you I need to be at work at 8, you guarantee I will be to work at 8 or before that? Correct. And it's not necessarily going to be the same all the time. So if I call, you might get me to work at 7.45 one day. It might be 7.55 another day. Like, it's not always the same, but you're going to make sure I'm not late to work. Yes. Well, you will make sure you're not late to work now. There's a little asterisk to that because I always tell people we can't control the snow. We're here in Ohio. But our goal and we strive to get you there on time for your job because that's important or a medical appointment. Yeah. So if I call in and say I want a 2 to 2.30 pickup, are you going to guarantee me that or do I always get 2 to 2.30 or how do you do that scheduling? No. So a pickup time is a little bit different. You're telling me you don't need to be at the location. It doesn't matter. I will tell you, you can be on the bus up to 90 minutes. So we tell people all the time when scheduling, because I used to be a scheduler, is what time do you want to be there? What roundabout time do you want to be there? It doesn't matter what it is, work, medical, anywhere you're going in the county. What time do you kind of want to be there? Obviously, for work and medical, those trips are important and you have an appointment. But we tell people that because you you know what time you're going to get there by. So just doing a pickup time for that first appointment or first time is we suggest that you just go with the hey, I want to be there around 2 o'clock. Or, I was really thinking more like if I get off work at 2. If you get off work at 2, then we just give you a 2 to 2.30. So do we? Uh, do, am I guaranteed to always get that or might it vary a little bit? No, it might vary a little bit. 2.05, 2.10, But you'll still, we'll get you home. It might not be the exact thing that you want, but we're striving here at Sarda to make the customer happy. So we always 
try to give you a time that's around there that you're able to get home and you're not waiting another hour. Tracy, I just wanted to ask you, can you explain to me a little bit the difference between curb to curb and door assist? Sure. Our service is curb to curb, but we do reasonable, they call it the transit term, reasonable modification. If it's in a reasonable and it doesn't change our service at all, we can able, we can assist you. So for example, we usually do the bus pulls up to the curb, the person comes out and we get them on their way. But sometimes that just doesn't help with some people. Yeah. So we have people that go to dialysis and feel weaker or people that, you know, are in canes or walkers yeah. and they just need a little bit extra help. So that's called door to door. So you can request that with any one of our customer service reservationists that you need door assist. So we call it door assist. Please add door assist to my file. Sometimes if the driver's just there and I'm standing there at the door and I'm like, hey, can I use your help? That's a door assist. The okay. driver will come up, hold their arm out or whatever the, you need to assist you to walk. Or if it's a manual wheelchair and I need somebody to push the back, you know, the driver will assist you in doing that. Okay. So that would be the difference. Now, door to door doesn't mean we come into the house, like I said, but yeah. we will assist you from the, the door to the bus. So... Door assist is required even if someone asked on the spot or if they asked in advance. Correct. It is required. Even if I'm at my door and I'm feeling weak or I feel like I need some help, it is required by the driver to do that. And you talked about the reasonable modifications. A reasonable modification could be things other than door assist. But the person would have to ask and then Sarda would have to make the determination if it's reasonable or not. Yes. We do have a form for reasonable modifications other than door assist, if it could be anything. I want you to call or call when my ride's there or there's certain things. If it's veers and it's fundamentally different from our service, we can determine that. If you want us to have go to the back of the house instead of the front of the house, then that would be something that you can ask in advance with SARTA either Verbally, we have a form or contact me through email. Any way that you ask, we would be able to help you with that and to help the customer in that. And if it's not a fundamental change of our regular curb-to-curb paratransit service or ProLine service. You gave us a lot of information. So I want to thank you so much for coming. Thank you for having me. Sitting and talking with us today. Thank you so much, Tracy. Again, a lot of the stuff that you talked about, like we know internally because we work with it, but we do get lots of questions on what's a 30-minute window? How long does it take for an application? Those type of things. So clearing that up and giving some explanation that I think is going to be really helpful for our viewers and the people listening. All right. Well, that's our show. Join us next time on Next Stop.